Welcome to this happy podcast. I'm Leanna Albrizio. With all the hype surrounding skin cancer awareness, Solara Sun Care is one of many sun care brands ready to enjoy fun in the sun this summer, 2023, with the right sun protection at their side. Founder Stephanie DePisa founded the brand following an uneventful trip to the beach in 2016, which resulted in an allergic reaction to sunscreen by one of her children. While formulating a sunscreen specifically for consumers with sensitive skin, the R&D process took on a life of its own after a Lyme disease diagnosis furthered her ingredient research. Armed with that knowledge, Solara Sun Care was finally introduced, and after a stint as a direct-to-consumer brand, it is now on the shelves of top retailers from Target to Neiman Marcus. Stephanie, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Can you talk to me a little bit about your journey into skincare? Um yeah, sure. So um, unlike maybe some of the other indie stories you've heard as of late, I actually don't come from the beauty industry. So um, my idea for Solera actually came from, um, I have three children and two of them have allergies to the chemicals and sunscreen. And so way back on vacation in 2016, when they were little, we had a bad experience and it really opened my eyes to the fact that, okay, we have to find a solution. Um, our dermatologist was recommending mineral, but back in that day, there wasn't a lot of options that weren't, you know, sticky and really unpleasant. And so as uh, kind of a mom on a mission, um, I did a ton of research and realized that this problem was actually super common, super common with kids and super common with people like myself that have, you know, sensitive skin. Um, and so that's really where the idea was born. And I, I really wanted to find a solution for my family. Um, but it was actually through our, our R&D process, which took a few years um, when I was diagnosed with Lyme disease that I realized in that journey that um, what we're putting on our skin and in our body, it matters a lot. And believe it or not, sunscreen has a lot of ingredients that are questionable to that health journey. And so that's really where the formulations changed from just creating another mineral sunscreen to wait a minute, I think we can do this better. And I think we can infuse ingredients that are actually known to be healing and defending and nourishing. Um, and that's really where things changed. And it became more of a skincare first product. Um, with SPF benefits. And that's kind of where, where we are today and where the brand started. And you mentioned earlier, um, just to touch on it a little bit, uh, your children experienced an allergy to certain chemicals. Um, can you be specific? Yeah. So um, it, chemical sunscreen has several different active ingredients at the top, um, octosalate, octanoxate, like evabenzone. So you'll see those at the top. Um, and those ingredients in combination or sometimes individually can be extremely irritating. Um, and those were the ingredients that were causing them to have like, um, almost like a burning red rash type of situation. Wow. So it's yeah. like what you wanted to achieve, which was to prevent a burn actually caused a burn. <laughs> even more a different type of burn. Yeah. Yeah. Just more of an irritation like a dermatological irritation. Um, and so it's actually a very common reaction. So if you've ever been to the beach and you see maybe, maybe you spray a sunscreen on or you see someone and you're like, oh, it burns, it burns. Like 
That's why um, there's also ingredients, not just the chemical actives in the sunscreen, but things that are very common in sunscreen, like alcohol, like a drying alcohol, things like that, that again, um, have no bearing on the SPF value, but are, um, they're very drying and they're very irritating and they are often used in sunscreen to make it a little lighter weight and more pleasant, especially in the spray sunscreens. Um, and so it's a combination of those ingredients that can, for some people that have, you know, allergies and sensitive skin, rosacea prone skin. Um, it can just be an unpleasant experience, I should say. <laughs> and your brand is called Solara. What's in a name? Yeah. So it's funny, believe it or not. Um, my kids came up with that name and I always, I love to tell the story because I know when you're creating a brand, oftentimes, um, people will hire a branding agency or spend a lot of money on research research and um, creativity, which is important. Um, but my children actually chose that name. We had a brainstorm and we were coming up with different words that meant sun and sunshine. Um, and that word came out and we thought, surely this must be sun in another language of some sort, but it actually didn't. Um, it just sounds like it does. And so it's kind of just a fictitious name that um, we all thought was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, of course, you know, I took it to the next step and I made sure that from like a focus group standpoint that people, you know, understood the type of brand we were creating and what did that feeling inspire when they heard the name? Um, and of course, all the important things like trademarking and um, making sure that we could we could actually use the name Solaris Uncare. So yeah, that's where it came from. It, it sounds to me like you kind of just feminized uh, the sun because we have solar <laughs> and then like you added an A. So I love it. Yes, of course, the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and um. I know that the brand was prompted from, you mentioned your children's experience with um, allergies to certain chemicals in the sunscreen, um, but you were diagnosed with Lyme disease at some point. So was your diagnosis the starting off point for developing the brand? So no, that actually, that diagnosis happened in the middle of our R&D process. So we had already had the idea, took forever to find a lab, you know, and a chemist that would take on an independent small brand like ours with such a big um, category of skincare and regulated, you know, category of skincare. Um, and, and so that process took a long time. And during that time, um, I did get sick. I got really sick, which is why you know, we didn't launch until the end of 2019. So the R&D process was long, but so was my health journey. There was a definite point in time where I wasn't sure if this was going to come to life um, with my medical condition. But um, yeah, so it was right in the middle of that journey. And it was almost a blessing in disguise because really what it did was help me to understand ingredients, um, not just in skincare, but just in my life in general. And I'm a huge fan of science and nature. I'm a huge fan of everything in moderation. Um, but during that moment in time, I had to be extremely careful and critical um, so that my body could detoxify and heal. And so I became very, um, you know, curious, I should say, about how to get to that point and worked with a lot of medical professionals um, to understand that better, um, both in the Eastern and Western medicine, a mix of both. Um, and that's where I learned about things like adaptogens, which I know is kind of a buzzy ingredient right now in supplements, but 
back then it, it wasn't a buzzy ingredient and it certainly wasn't being used in skincare, but what those are, they're very important, high powered botanicals, um, that are known for being able to, you know, adapt to their environment. And in our case, the adaptogens we use are for protecting from UV, from um, environmental pollution and things like that. So to me, it made a lot of sense to kind of relook at that ingredient list and say, I, I know we can do better here. <laughs> I know we can put inside ingredients that um, our body understands and loves and that are beneficial for defense. Mm -hmm. So that's where it came from. Can you talk a little bit about um, the correlation between Lyme disease and skin sensitivity and some of the, the your own personal struggles with, you know, how the disease may have affected your skin and how you were able to tackle those with your uh, equipped with your knowledge and education about proper skin care for sensitive skin? Sure. No, I think it's such an important thing to look at um, when you look at health and wellness on the whole. For me, in terms of my Lyme experience, and, and the crazy thing about Lyme is that it looks different for everyone. Um, it can affect your mind. For some people, it can affect your heart and your lungs. And so I say that with the caveat that my experience was my experience, but there's a lot of people that have extraordinarily different symptoms. Um, I had Babesia along with my Lyme disease. So for me that, you know, affected my mind it, neurologically as well as my heart. Um, and so, you know, that journey was quite different than perhaps someone else, but essentially where, when it comes to skin and, and Lyme is that, um, incredible inflammation, right? So a lot of autoimmune diseases, you know, are also the same. I have a daughter who has celiac. So a lot of it is built around inflammation. And when you're inflamed like that, things are definitely more sensitized and that can mean your skin too. And for me, it does. Um, you can tell when my limes is flaring, like I get the you know, bright red butterfly rash, you know, on my face, um, things are kind of heating up from the inside out. And so from a skincare perspective, for me, what works is calming ingredients, ingredients that are very gentle, that are very hydrating and nourishing. And I'm not able to use some of the really irritating ingredients. Um, and that may be true with Lyme or without, um, but it was during that journey that I really recognized it. Mm -hmm. And um, can you talk about um, the active ingredients and um, if you want to walk me through some of the products, I understand you have two lines, which is Solar's Go and Lux collection. So if you want to just yeah. walk me through the product line in both and how they how they're different. Yeah, no, it's a great question. So our brand is entirely focused on mineral only sunscreen. So we only use zinc oxide as our active ingredient. Um, we don't use titanium dioxide and we don't use any of the chemical filters here in the United States. So um, every single product across both collections is zinc oxide only as the protective from the sun. Um, and the two collections are different. Um, we have the Lux collection, which is very much high powered skincare. So that is going to be skincare first with SPF benefits. That's kind of how I describe it, right? So for example, one of our best sellers that just won an award, it's called Fortune Teller, and it's a brightening sunscreen serum. So basically, uh, you know, it's providing you with ample skincare benefit. In this case, brightening, we're using two forms of vitamin C. 
licorice root, which is an adaptogen, um, and amla extract, also an adaptogen. Um, and we're infusing those into our mineral sun care so that every single day you're protected from the sun, blue light and pollution. Um, but you're getting far more than that. So I'm in my forties. I have some damage to fix. So every product in that collection is going to kind of serve double duty. Um, and those products are sold, um, in places like blue mercury, um, Saks Fifth Avenue, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, and a lot of the amazing clean beauty stores like Detox Market and Beauty Heroes. So those products kind of sit um, in that area and we have them for both face and for body, um, for both every day as well as for vacation. And so um, we're really trying to build out that arsenal of products that can live up to the skincare routine that people are doing every single day. So you'll notice things like those are in um, beautiful glass. Our everyday products are in glass, so they can sit really nicely on your beauty shelf next to your favorite, you know, um, moisturizers and face washes and masks. Um, but we, through you know that experience, we were introduced to Target. <laughs> and what we learned from talking to Target, and we went through one of their accelerator programs, is that wow, there is a beautiful white space in the mass market shelf. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the last few years, there's been a lot of sunscreen recalls um, due to contamination and other challenges. Um, and it was at that time that we were going through the accelerator and recognizing, well, we we can solve that. <laughs> we're, we, we have this beautiful formulation and understanding of mineral sunscreen technology. And I think we can bring something amazing to the table. And that's where the Go Collection was born. Mm -hmm. And that collection um, is products that I call for young adults and family is kind of how I think about it. We've got different formats. So sprays, sticks, and lotions that are the beach and sport type products, all with super fruits and skincare first. And then we have products for the face that are for every day, um, an everyday sunscreen moisturizer and one that has glow. So like a bronzy kind of illuminating glow, which is something our community asked for. And um, to me, it made a lot of sense because I'm in my 40s. The luxe products are what my skin needs and craves, but I have a 13-year-old daughter, an 11-year-old daughter, and a 15-year-old son, but the girls are the ones that are really into the skincare. And I realized, well, my goodness, like they don't need peptides and they don't need the vitamin C treatments right now, but they do know they have to wear sunscreen every single day. They're just born differently than I was, you know, back as a kid in the 90s. You can find Solara Sun Care products on the shelves at Target, Neiman Marcus, and online at solarasuncare.com. That's S-O-L-A-R-A-S-U-N-C-A-R-E.com. I'm Leanne Albrizio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>